Hi, I'm Mel Majoros. I am a three-year cancer survivor. My blog, The Cancer Warrior, is one of the top ten breast cancer blogs according to blogs.com. I'm here to bring a fresh, upbeat perspective to a topic that to some may seem scary. A positive mental attitude got me through my cancer, and I hope to share that with you. Today we are talking to uh, Elena Brody. She is the Vice President of Social Media for CancerConnect.com. It is a website that I am very familiar with. How are you today, Elena? Great. Thanks so much, Mel. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and your listeners today. Well, thank you. Well, let's jump right in. Um, I want to talk about Cancer Connect, but I want to know how you got involved with it, first of all, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Thanks. Yes. Well, uh, it's an interesting story. I worked with uh, the National Comprehensive Cancer Network prior to my role with Cancer Connect, Mm -hmm. and I was with that organization for about 10 years as a senior vice president for strategic development. And one of the responsibilities that I had working with that group was uh, with a committee of individuals that ran cancer centers. And back before Cancer Connect and before Facebook ever Mm -hmm. was started, uh, we, we experimented a little bit with online communities. And even though we knew that cancer patients and caregivers had a 24-7 need for support and resources. Um, when, we pr- when we worked with this online community, this, uh, our first sort of dipping our toe into it, we really found that people really needed support 24-7. So oh, yes. I've been thinking about this project probably for about six or seven years. And I work now with uh, Omni Health Media. Mm-hmm. My uh, CEO is Charles Weaver. He's uh, a medical oncologist, did his training at Fred Hutch Cancer Research Institute. And Dr. Weaver, one of uh, his uh, assets, the business assets, are is Women Magazine. And Women Magazine is a quarterly publication that comes out for cancer patients, caregivers, anybody with an interest in cancer. It's um, published uh, four times a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Weaver uh, works with that project as well. So uh, Dr. Weaver and I kind of were thinking about this project at the same time, and really his interest as a publisher was to begin to foster a two-way dialogue with with the readers of Women Magazine, which we're really happy that we've been able to do that. Oh, yeah, and I think... uh Women Magazine, wasn't it called Women's Health or it wasn't, not Women's Health? It started out, yeah, it started out as Women in Cancer. Women and cancer that's, right. It's interesting you bring that up. It started out as Women in Cancer. And then what we found, we did some research with our, our readers that when you're first diagnosed with cancer, that's kind of all you can think about. And oh, that's yes. Pick up the magazine. You know, it, it's of interest to you because you're trying to get a lot of information about what's going on with you right now. But then as you get your treatment plan in place, you're working with your physician, with, um, with your health care team, you start to think about other things beyond just the cancer. You're thinking about a healthy lifestyle, yes. uh, you know, taking, taking better care of yourself. So we've changed the format of the magazine slightly to bring in other issues that are, are lifestyle-related. And we're fortunate also to work with the Entertainment Industry Foundation. Yes. Um, there's always a celebrity on the cover mm-hmm. um, to, to talk about their personal experience uh, with the disease. People, you know, like Katie Couric, Coda Cotby, who've had personal relationships with cancer, and uh, they want to give back as well. Cheryl Crow is going to be on our next cover. Um, you know, we work with her quite a bit. She's Excellent. wonderful to work with. So, um, yeah, and I know that I, um, I think I found your magazine probably in the hospital or the aunt's, pardon me, the oncologist waiting room, and I found it very interesting because it does... Sh- give you stories but it like you said it also moves beyond like the treatment because when like you said when you're in treatment you don't want to think about just that 
because you're in that bubble and you and it's hard to see sometimes when you're in treatment you know the light at the end of the tunnel and your magazine does show that right we publish lots of stories about survivors Mm -hmm. uh, people who have had their own experience um, with with the treatment disease and how you know it's interesting Everybody goes through their own path of getting information. And people, different people, you know, you've had your experience, so you know. Different people have different needs for information at different points in in the process. So that's what a lot of our articles talk about as well, is different places that you can go for information. And on the website as well, we encourage, you know, our moderators and and also the members of the website Mm -hmm. to... uh, if they know of a resource that they think will be helpful to other members to go ahead and post that, you know, we, there's a lot of great resources on there. So let's get to the website, Cancer Connect. Um, I don't even remember since I'm on the Internet all the time. How did we how did we uh, find each other? That's you. you know, and I also have chemo brain, so I don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you did a great interview for one of our other moderators, Joanna Isbell. Yes, yes, Joanna yes, yes. is the thyroid cancer mm-hmm. uh, community moderator. Quite and, quite uh, the snarkopolis person on Twitter and Facebook. Great, exactly. yeah, it was a great She's interview. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we chatted a little bit after uh, you had done that interview, and uh, yeah, we found each other. So <laughs> I was grateful for that because yeah, it's been a wonderful resource uh, as I'm our moderator on our um, survivorship. survivorship and that yeah that's one of my um i don't know i, I don't want to say complaints about cancer connect but just complaints about hospitals in general i think survivorship is that forgotten treatment aspect right you know, because you can't i mean physicians can't tangibly like bill you for like saying hey i'm having an issue here you know what i'm saying like yes oh yeah we can bill you for your uh radiation in your chemo, but once you're done with treatment, I mean, let's face it, you're never really done with cancer. Most people aren't anyway. Right. right so, right. and I think it's hard for people like myself to navigate life afterwards when sometimes, as well as an advocate, it just keeps popping up as we were talking about uh, friends of ours who pass away or just, you know, sometimes life in general just gets hard and you wonder, well, is this life or is this the, you know, survivorship popping back up? So I think right. that's, well, it's always in the back of your mind, a mm-hmm. recurrence. You know, once exactly. you're a cancer patient, it's that's what I hear a lot uh, from people that uh, it's always kind of in the back of your mind. You're wondering about it. You don't, you know, lose necessarily sleep. <laughs> right. But, well, the first but, couple months you kind of do, but yeah. But yes, as you're you're going through your treatment process, well. Um, and it's interesting. One of the posts I, I remember that you participated in that was it was a great post mm-hmm. um, on the survivorship community was that discussion of moving from survivorship to thrivership. Mm-hmm. Right? How do you not just survive your cancer, right. but thrive through that process? And uh, I, I took that post from um, another one of our moderators, Dan Zenka, who is the chief communication officer for the Prostate Cancer Foundation, oh. and he moderates our, our prostate cancer community. And interestingly, Dan has a fantastic blog. He calls it My New York Minute. He's a prostate <laughs> cancer survivor himself, and uh, he's very, very funny. So if you come into Cancer Connect and you join the prostate cancer community, you can see he reposts his blog on the site as well as has great conversations with people. But I, I had heard Dan speak, and he raised this topic of thrivership, you know, how do you thrive through your disease. Mm-hmm. And there have been some, you know, wonderful conversations about people giving support to each other and hope to each other, you know, talking about just basically 
being grateful. I mean, we have exactly. this one post in that discussion where uh, this, this individual, she's talking about, you know, she says, wow, talk about a loaded question for a cancer survivor. <laughs> First of all, every single day you have to be grateful for the gift of life. And I think it's a great message, for not just, you know, for people who are dealing with a life-threatening illness, but for all of us, you know. Oh, I agree. And I think, you know, I was probably like most everyone else, just, I don't want to say I was self-centered, but I didn't really, cliche-wise, stop and smell the roses until this happened. And then I started realizing, okay, well, you know, I also work in, in the entertainment business in Hollywood, which isn't, you know, exactly like reality. So <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have like a skewed view, but then it's like, okay, well, there's, you know, there's a lot more out there than just things that I have to deal with. And I always say, if there's a survivor out there that needs something, I will pretty much do anything I can except for shave my head because that was like the most dramatic part of uh, cancer uh, treatment for me. But yeah, I mean... Being you a, really walk the talk. You do. I know well, you, you. you give back all the time. Right? I, you know, I try. It's, I, and I believe in paying it forward even if the person doesn't know you did. Well, it's interesting that, you know, so, so your attitude is really shared by many of the people who come on to Cancer Connect. Mm-hmm. They, they come on for three, really three reasons that, you know, that we see if we, as we go through and we read the posts. Uh, they they come on for support. They're right. looking for other people who have been through, and just as you have, have been through their experience. Uh, so they come on to get support. They come on to give support because you get so much by giving back. Right. It, it's helpful to you. And then, and then they come on, you know, kind of for validation. Mm-hmm. They have had a recommendation by their physician. They've discussed it with their healthcare team, but they just want to know: Has anybody else right. had this? Experience, right, that I'm going through. And there's a lot of conversations that start out, interestingly, that way, that people say, you know, here's my situation. Has anybody else had this experience? And then, there, you know, there's a conversation that goes back and forth. There's a sharing that goes back and forth. But the moderators, like yourself, mm-hmm. do such a great job of engaging our members. And I think that's what one of the things that makes Cancer Connect different from some of the other mm-hmm. communities that are online is that, for each of the, so we have about 60 different groups right now. On the I know, site. I, you know, I was really surprised how many groups you have. Yeah, and, um, you know, we have about 50 groups for various different diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a group for young adults with cancer. Um, you Which know, is something else I'm passionate about as well. I know, yeah, I mm-hmm. know you are, and that's a whole separate, there's a whole separate issue that, you know, yes. people are diagnosed at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even have a community for rare cancers where okay. people can try to connect with others that are going through that. But then but then we also have groups for support, like the survivorship group that, that you moderate. We have a group on clinical trials where people can, you know, go and, and get information and potentially, you know, search for other trials that might be available. Uh, we have a prescribed reading group that has ideas on, you know, great, great books uh, oh, to read. And, you know, there's some good conversations there. People kind of do these, like, mini reviews of these books. <laughs> but, That's awesome. Um, yeah, so, but by having each of the communities moderated, you know, as you know from your experience, our moderators really do two things. They, they welcome mm-hmm. Anybody who's new, who's joined the community, they, they welcome them in, and that's really important. Oh, yes. Have a, uh, a guide, you know, someone there, so that you're not just posting in a black hole and then never hear from anybody. <laughs> I know, right? exactly. I know, because I've, I've been on some chat rooms um, before, and you just, like, post a question, and then you just get, like, a random 
answer here or there. But I know that if you post in uh, like on Cancer Connect, someone will answer you back. You know, right. whether or not right. it's the answer you want to hear. <laughs> well, yeah, we all have our own our own perspective on the world. Right. But, and um, and you know the great thing about uh, Cancer Connect, and well, not the great thing about being a cancer survivor, but I think, and I'm sure that Dan can attest to this, and you're not a cancer survivor, but we all have the same issues. It doesn't matter the cancer type. So, you know, Dan and I could sit down and have a conversation about, like, say, side effects or chemo brain or something, and it would be the same. Right. You know, and I, and I think a lot of people, when they're going through treatment, they don't realize that you're not alone. You know, I mean, I had uh, treatment in a small town, and there's not a lot of young people who have uh, cancer here, and I just felt like, okay, well, no one's going through the same thing that I did. And, you know, I didn't know about Cancer Connect then, but if I did, it would have been, you know, more of a godsend because I would have said, like, oh, well, you know, people are feeling this like this. And I was, you know, dealing with depression and feeling just sure. completely lost in everything. And I could have just typed something in and and someone would have said, yeah, we all feel that way. Sure. Because when you're in the moment, you don't necessarily feel that way. But, you know, obviously everybody has the same well, I don't want to say everyone, but most people have the same reaction to treatment. Or if I don't, then, you know, someone else out there on Cancer Connect will. Right. Well, and a lot of people do express that fear of the unknown mm-hmm. or, yes. um, you know, what isn't the doctor telling me? You know, I, right. I understand I'm supposed to show up for my appointment at a certain time. The doctor's told me about the risks and the benefits of the specific treatment. But but what isn't he telling me, you right. know? Uh, and that's that's a lot of what people seek from each other, kind of the things that the physician isn't telling them. Are, am I going to be exhausted? Am I going to be able to get back to work? Oh, yeah. Those, they, yeah, and, and the other thing is sometimes the doctors don't know, which is just as frustrating. You know, they could tell you, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. And then, I mean, when I was going through treatment, I was every different chemo had a different fatigue level. And I would not know it would strike you know, at a moment's notice, I would be fine. And then it would, I would worry that I would be able to drive home to take a nap, you know, and they don't really tell you that, but on Cancer Connect, you could say, you know, I'm really tired. I don't know what's going on. You could say, okay, well, this, you know, this is a side effect of that, or you might get nauseous or maybe, you know, and the might want to take some ginger to make you feel better or, you know, something. Right. And I've also seen people give good suggestions like, um, like bringing a tape recorder. Oh, like yes. One of, one of our, our members mm-hmm. posted, you know, it's because someone had talked about how overwhelming it was when they go oh, for yes. their physician's appointment. How do you remember everything? And it's wonderful if you can bring a friend, but sometimes you can't. Right. And even then, it's so it can be so overwhelming. So, yes, yeah, so one of our members had posted the suggestion about bringing a tape recorder so that you can review the visit with the doctor in your own time later, which mm-hmm. I thought was a great idea. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I did because my fiancé was furiously writing. And, you know, we, when, like you said, when your diagnosis, just like everything they say, it's kind of like the peanuts uh, adults where you just say, wah, 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 staging, wah, 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 treatment, <laughs> wah, 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 chemo, and you're like, what? Because you're thinking about the last thing that the doctor said, so you're, you're dead, it's like you can't catch up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and your friend is right. I say if you don't have somebody to to bring with you, then definitely bring a tape recorder of what, you know, any kind of, even your phone, I mean, every single phone now, pretty much if you have a smartphone, has something on it that you can record. And the doctors, I mean, if the doctor's upset about it, then 
really, you need to change your doctor. Cause... I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's just your, it's really your responsibility right. as a patient to get as much information as you need to make the decisions. Because let's face it, when you're first diagnosed with this kind of a disease, I mean, you don't have a medical degree, right? No. <laughs> and, but, but it's almost like you need one because your physician says, well, let's make you part of the treatment planning right. team you have to help us decide what your treatment plan is going to be and and how do you do that <laughs> yeah exactly and then you know i had a, my uh, primary care told me not to look on the internet right away but i thought i'm not gonna listen to her she's crazy and my god she was so right like just you know because you're like oh well i'll this is the kind of uh, breast cancer I have, and then you just see all the side effects and everything that could happen. That's and you're just like, you yeah. know, I mean, and, you know, it's different for each person. You know, I mean, I don't think you should just go on WebMD like right after. I think you should give yourself a little time to maybe let it set in. Well, Mel, it's really interesting that you say that, too, because that is what happens to a lot of people. They, they get this diagnosis. They get the bad news from the physician. They go home and they, you know, either WebMD, which is a great, <laughs> actually great re- website. They have a lot of good content. Or they Google mm-hmm. their disease, you know, put it into the search engine, you know, uh, inflammatory breast cancer. And then who knows what comes up. Right. It's crazy. And that was another reason that Dr. Weaver and I wanted to build this site, because it's actually, interestingly, a combination of great content. We repurpose content from the magazine, but we've also got uh, a lot of content, background content on cancer, as well as some wonderful videos um, from advocates, mm-hmm. from survivors. Oh, yes. Uh, we have interviews with physicians from recent medical conferences, and we have a whole series of videos on meditation, uh, wellness. We have uh, we work with a wellness kitchen to provide some healthy cooking nice. uh, recipes. You know things that are are palatable when you're on chemotherapy and you really don't have an appetite. Right, and you don't want your. I mean, as much as your friends and neighbors might mean well, them bringing over their meatloaf or lasagna it, might not be good. Not helpful. <laughs> yeah, it might not be that good for the stomach. But um, we were t- you're talking about your uh, uh, your professionals. Now, I know you have something going on on July 27th. Right. Uh, Tell me about that. Yes. Yes. So one of the things that we're going to be doing moving forward with Cancer Connect, so we have have all the great communities and there's a lot of great user-generated content, but we want to start bringing experts into the community. So we're going to be having our first live chat with Dr. Phil Guten from Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. Uh, The date for that is Wednesday, July 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. And any of your your listeners who want to check that out, just come to cancerconnect.com, and there'll be instructions on the homepage on how to navigate to Dr. Guten's uh, webcast. Or it's it's actually, it's a live live chat. And so the way this is going to work is the topic is uh, neurosurgery, really gliomas, which is the most common form of brain tumor. Mm -hmm. Dr. Guten's a a world-renowned neurosurgeon. Uh, he was featured just last month in New York Magazine's Best Docs, Best Doctors uh, issue. Oh, awesome! And uh, right, he's 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 just brilliant, you know. Um, and uh, so he's going to be talking about um, the process for diagnosing and then treating uh, gliomas, this, this very common form of brain tumor. So the format for the live chat will be Dr. Guten will do a, a brief, maybe 20-minute uh, discussion on the subject. And then uh, viewers will be able to actually talk to Dr. Guten, send him questions. So they'll type their questions in, and then Dr. Guten, via the streaming, streaming web, will respond on video to viewers 
uh, questions. And actually, if people go to the site now, they'll be able to enter in if they have a question for Dr. Guten. Oh, awesome. They, they can go in now and, and, and type that in as well. So he'll be able to respond to questions that people maybe have in, in just in general about brain surgery, about uh, brain tumors, brain mm-hmm. cancer, or, you know, he's a, a world-renowned neurosurgeon, so just any, you know, anything in that general area, I'm sure he would be able to respond. And this is just the first of many. This is the first one that we're doing, right? Uh, Dr. Guten's been very generous with his time and agreed to work with us. And there'll be a schedule. We're working now on the editorial schedule for the fall, so we're hoping to do maybe a half dozen of these live chats in the fall. So the editorial schedule will also be up on the website. Excellent. Now, I also, now that we have Internet up back at our uh, studios here, I know that you do a little something with Lifetime. Can you tell me just a little bit about that? Sure. So we have a relationship with Lifetime TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with them on a show called The Balancing Act. Okay. And The Balancing Act, it's a, a morning talk show. It, it, it airs Monday mornings, I think, at uh, 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Lifetime TV. Okay. And so we've featured several um, individuals that we work with uh, on the show talking about various issues uh, in cancer. So uh, Cynthia Manuel, excuse me, Cynthia Manley, from uh, Vanderbilt Ingram Cancer Center was on talking about their experience with Cancer Connect. Um, uh, We had uh, Lindsay Abner from Bright Pink, which is another advocacy group, Mm -hmm. talking about high-risk women uh, for ovarian and breast cancers. So we featured, you know, quite a few uh, experts that we work with who are also featured in the magazine. Oh, and that reminds me now. Yes. I didn't want to forget. (laughs) Uh, We want to offer your your listeners – uh, a free subscription to the magazine. Excellent, because it's a great magazine, I have to say. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we're really proud of it, and um, as I say, it comes out quarterly. But so if, you're, mm-hmm. if your listeners go, again, to Cancer Connect, and they follow the links through to get a subscription, uh, it, you know, it, you'll, there's a price, I think it's $24 a year or something, but follow, follow the form through, and then at the end it says uh, enter the promotion code. And so we've created the promotion code WARRIOR awesome. <laughs> in honor of your show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, yeah, so just enter w- the word WARRIOR in when you're done with that subscription, and uh, that'll enter you in for a free subscription. Well, thank you. That's so. awesome. Now, did you ever think that Cancer Connect would be as big as it is in the cancer community when you first started it? Um, well, we had hoped so, right. Mm-hmm. We, we really wanted to create a place where... Uh, it was an engaging environment yes. for individuals to come on and to be able to find others that are going through uh, what they're going through. And now we're working with, with various cancer centers, um, uh, National uh, uh, Cancer Institute designated cancer centers and others, and some community cancer centers have started working with us too. There's about uh, 10 cancer centers that are working with us. Um, Loyola University Medical Center is the latest to join, but we work with Roswell Park Cancer Institute, Memorial Sloan Kettering, Vanderbilt Ingram Cancer Center, Seattle Cancer Care Alliance, uh, and a few others that are just about to start up to uh, allow individuals to come in through the Cancer Center website, and they also can have a private community to talk to the Cancer Center administrators directly. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, so the site has been live for about a year, uh, which in web time, you know, it's like dog years, right? <laughs> exactly. uh, it, you know, it, it feels like a very long time, but it really isn't. Um, so 
this being the internet and the age of social media, we're kind of all figuring this out together. Yes. And we love to hear from our members about what's working for them, what, you know, what kinds of enhancements this idea for live chats and bringing experts into the community. That's an idea that came from our members. So um, we have about 3,000 members participating online in the community right oh, now. Wow. Right. So, and, uh, you know, continues to grow. You know, we have several hundred new members joining, uh, joining us each month, which is great. That is great. That's awesome. I have no idea. See, oh, yeah. I, see, I learned something, too. Well, I mean, you never know when you see a website. And I, you know, I see that you have a lot of members on there. But, you know, I had no idea that it's, it's that huge. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's continuing to grow. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that uh, we hear from our members is, is they're looking forward to having reasons to keep coming back. Right. So that's, that's you know, part of why we want to start to bring some experts into the community to make it, you know, to continue to make it interesting beyond just what people, you know, maybe had their initial reason for coming to the site for. Right. And I think as a cancer survivor, you kind of like make friends with the people in your, well, not just in your group, but, you know, you can become friends on Facebook and that kind of thing. Sure. Absolutely. Well, that you and I have become Facebook Exactly. Friends. Yes. I know. I don't know. Facebook, what's that? I don't know. What, yeah. I'm on that all the time, as everybody knows. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, that's the great thing about the cancer community is we... Um, cancer connecting everyone else. I, I always tell people, it's like, you know what, there's a whole world of people out there that are willing to help, and all you have to do is ask. Well, and cancer survivors, I find, and, and I put you into this category, Mel, are like mm-hmm. these super advocates. You know, you've had, thank God, you know, you've, you've you had your cancer experience, but mm-hmm. you, you know, you're, you're getting through that, and then you want to give back a little bit. You want right. to help. I mean, we find that cancer so, you know, there's this group of people that uh, really do want to do that. They want to give back and, um, you know, provide more support and encouragement. Because I always say, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, in a, in a year or so, I'd be like, I'm sorry, Elena, you know, we cured all cancer. You're out of a job. I mean, we're all trying great. to put ourselves would, out of I a job, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would love it. Well, there are some cancers, as you know, that, you know, that can be essentially cured. Right. And the, the most important thing is to catch it early. Exactly. You know, Detection, and that's why it's important prevention. for people, yeah, to have their screenings, mm-hmm. you know. Go well, to the doctor. I, that's, you know, I don't preach a lot of things, but you've got to go to the doctor once a year. Anybody who right. says, you know, I don't feel sick, I don't have to go to the doctor. Uh, I didn't feel sick either when I found my lump, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, you have to. You can't be stoic. You know, if something's not right with your body, mm-hmm. it's important to go and have it checked out because um, well, the if, sooner they find, they diagnose you, the better off you're going to be. And I use this analogy. So, if your brakes went out on your car, would you keep driving it? No, <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> or right. Or you know, like I tell people, like we were talking before, if you don't like your doctor, you can fire them, and people kind of have this relationship and think doctors will be upset. It's like, well, if you take your car to a garage and the mechanic fix your car, but not exactly how you want it, are you going to go, well, you know, the steering wasn't quite right when he when I got it back. I'm going to go to him again and have yeah, him fix it. Yeah, yeah, right. People no. shouldn't be offended by, you know, maybe wanting to go for a second opinion. Oh, exactly. Really what you're doing when you're doing that is gathering information so that you can be a better patient. Because exactly. informed patients, there's lots of research that show that informed patients have better outcomes. So, you know, the more you can be involved, I mean, and it's difficult because you don't have a medical degree. Right. And you have a huge learning curve. Um, so sites, websites like Cancer Connect, and I mean, there's a lot of exactly. great websites out there that provide provide good information. Information. You know, some people like to read a lot, some people don't, but 
you know, the bottom line is the more you know, the, the better partner you're going to be. I agree. Um, because, I think every, yeah. everyone should be, sorry, an empowered patient. Oh, That's mine. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually, uh, I had an appointment with a cardiologist, and he asked me if I was in the medical community because I was just rattling off all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, no, I just, you know, wanted to learn as much about my disease and, you know, everything that went along with it that I could. <laughs> And you ask questions for a living, so... Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, if I call my doctor, like I I had to uh, up my antidepressant medication, if I call my doctor just out of the blue, she knows something's up. She's mm. just like, what? It's like, mm. why are you calling me? Something, you know, because I'm more proactive than most people, which I want everyone to be as proactive as me. Sure, sure. Well, we've also done some research that shows that the average person who goes on the internet looking for information goes to about a dozen different websites looking for information. Yes. Uh, again, it's that reinforcement and that validation. So I know that many people who are on Cancer Connect, you know, they're on, they're on in other communities and other websites, which is great. You know, you right. have to do that. But that's, that's one of the nice things that's so robust about the site as well is that people can bring various resources. So it's, I mean, we have, you know, great content from our magazine and, and oh, content that we create, our news and our videos. But You'll also find recommendations from other patients that, or you know, survivors that have have been through their own journey, and bring those good resources into the site. So that's really helpful. It's really wonderful. Exactly. So tell me again about uh, Dr. Gruten. What is that? Uh, Gruten. Phil Gruten. Gruten. Sorry. Philip Gruten. G U T I N. Uh, it will be Wednesday, uh, July twenty seventh, six mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern Time at CancerConnect.com. And uh, you can just follow the links through on the homepage to to the live chat. And uh, Women's Health Warriors, and get a, the code. A free, mag, a free copy, a free subscription for Women Magazine. To uh, Again, go to cancerconnect.com and follow the links through to order a subscription. Go through the whole process as if you were going to order a paid subscription. But at the end, there'll be a promotion code, a blank, for you to fill in the promotion code. And you can enter in the word warrior. Sweet. <laughs> In honor of the Cancer Warrior, Thank you. Uh, and uh, and that will waive the uh, subscription fee. And you're also on Facebook. I am on Facebook. Cancer Connect is on Facebook, right? So if you want to friend me, Alana mm-hmm. Brody, <laughs> on Facebook, uh, that would be great. Uh, we would love to chat. And then Cancer Connect also has a Facebook page as well. And Twitter, because we're all connected here. Absolutely. So uh, our Twitter site is uh, Cancer underscore Connect, mm-hmm. and then my Twitter. Um, because I, I tweet myself, <laughs> not that I'm a twit, but well, anyway, uh, is uh, Alana Brody. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you, Alana, for joining us today. Hang on the line. I'm going to wrap up like I usually do. Uh, this is awesome because, you know, if you are a cancer survivor and you need uh, resources, I would say Cancer Connect is uh, one of the best places out there. Um, you can always find me on Facebook because I am a Facebook junkie and on Cancer Connect because I am in the survivorship moderator. Um, Mel Majoros, my uh, Facebook page, The Cancer Warrior, on aboutradio.com. Become a fan. You can check me out on Twitter, at Mel Majoros. Check out my website, thecancerwarrior.net. And as always, life looks pretty good for where I'm sitting. Sending you good vibes. It's The Cancer Warrior on empowerradio.com.